Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag no music, no intro. (sighs) (laughs) Ryan, I, I thought, I thought when we, we had, we had, you know, in our podcast life, Man, we had a great week this week, man. We had Roman Harper and Darth Saint come on our pod. Roman Harper, bro. Super Bowl winning safety. Roman Harper. At one point was the butt of many a jokes on Saints Report, but was a damn good player for the Saints. Our like our third player that we've had on who has played for the Saints. Um, Lance Moore, Delvin Bro. Everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people said that the episode we recorded with Roman and Max on Tuesday, by far their their favorite episode that we've done since we started doing yeah, this podcast episode. Definitely right? one of my episodes. Which is amazing, just great to hear, amazing to hear all that. We haven't even put the video up. I think we're just gonna put the video up tomorrow um, yeah. on YouTube and everything. Um, so then you can, you know, I know people will listen to it. It's a longer episode. It's an hour and a half, but then you can kind of see our reactions. It makes it even better. But, ah, uh, you know, I was like, all right, cool. Like living on a high, at least podcast wise, everything else wise, there's some hectic stuff at work. You know, life is being life, but podcast wise, yep. I was like, whew, that's good shit. And then fucking today happens. <laughs> The the world of Saints Twitter was on fire. I didn't. I I barely got to participate in it because work has been absolutely crazy. So can't even really focus on Twitter and things like that. But I don't even know who broke it first. I don't know if it was Triplet, but it was how they did it. Right? It was kind of just how they did it because it was like, oh, you know, there's reports of like some nudges that. Some changes were going to happen on Tuesday, potentially. They're back, you know, Saints were back off vacation, back off of golfing, <laughs> whatever, whatever they did after the season ended, bro. Like, I don't know what they did, bro. I know, I know it wasn't, I know it wasn't self-scouting. I know that much. But got back from vacation on Tuesday and then, you know, get, get back to the grind. Okay. But maybe we was going to get some news on Tuesday. No, nothing happened on Tuesday. Nothing happened on Wednesday. Oh, oh. Dan. Dan Russia, oh, okay, all right. Like I, I don't, I don't know if he was part of the problem or whatever, but you know, today that gets announced and he's out, and it's like, oh, all right, okay, shit's about to start happening. happening. So here we go. <laughs> Not a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> there are ten. Open, opening, opening, excuse me, for offensive coordinator right now in the NFL. Ten. 
the New Orleans Saints is not one of those teams. This is an offense. I don't want to hear about injuries. I get Andy Dalton was a starting quarterback. Get all that. An offense that at one point in a game the last season did not score a single point against the 49ers. I was at that game. Me and Eric, shout out to that homo, was at that game. Probably the worst gaming experience I have endured besides the 2012 playoff game against the Niners. <clears throat> Something about the Niners games that just are awful experiences. And then in the, in the last week of the season, but like the most, the thing that it, like the lasting image you have of this season is your football team losing a game 10 to seven, 10 to seven. And the offense did not score a single point after the first opening drive. Sam Darnold had two interceptions. Q, QB or whatever QBR was like it, it like his quarterback rating was like in the fifties. Like he didn't have he did not have a hundred yards running in the loss and they lost the game. Oh, but we'll not. I don't care. <laughs> it's the office and he Pete Carmichael is back and I'm gonna gonna rant a little bit and then I'm gonna pause and let you talk. I want to say two things. I'm gonna say three things. I'm gonna keep them quick. But I'm going to say them very carefully, and I want fans and listeners to kind of realize where the Saints are as are as an organization right now. Close friend of mine talking about the Saints, good friend. Um, recently, this friend tells me the entire league are openly laughing at what the Saints are doing. <clears throat> we'll say it again. The entire league is laughing at what the Saints either are doing or, you know, the, the league is a funny place because yeah. everyone inside the league already kind of tends to know what other teams are trying to do or are going to do. It's, it's kind of rare that, a team does something in the in the league where it's like, oh shit, I didn't see that coming, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone kind of gets what you know what what the happenings are for other teams for the right. most part. So for the league to be laughing at the Saints, I didn't say I didn't say thirty one teams, but a good majority of the teams are laughing at you as an organization. That that would be troubling to me. Be troubling me if if you're in the front office of the Saints. Now that pushback is, oh well, we're just you know we're just going to show them we know best. Yeah. Exactly. I, I know how the I know how the Saints operate. I'm not new here. So Saints that's fans too. <laughs> yes, they, true. <laughs> um, it, it, it's like the whole Daniel Jeremiah thing all over again, bro. <laughs> right? Is it, is it not? I, I, I am a victim of it too. <laughs> is it not? We we were both like. Nah, niggas on that job talking about. And then, you just don't follow the Saints, man. You, you, don't, know. you don't. You don't know. Like I, I br- since that tweet, Ryan, I have not listened to an episode of Move the Six podcast, bro. I've not listened, to any, <laughs> and he was right. We 
<laughs> so that's one thing. Second thing is same conversation. It's it's wanna be careful how I say this. The Saints may be tanking, but it may not be intentional. <laughs> Let me say it again, Ryan. <laughs> The Saints may be tanking, but it may not be intentional. That that means that so many inept decisions, cognitive decisions that the team in the front office is making are going to be potentially so bad or executed so poorly that like this upcoming season for the Saints, bro. Oh my God, this shit is going to be a shit show. I even the offseason ain't even happened yet, bro. Like it's going to be a shit show. I already know. Sorry, going to be a shit show. I know the Saints' luck because I'm a Saints fan. I know how this story ends. And I, I tweet one of the few things I was able to tweet today is they will be bad and probably a pretty bad team probably a team that may pick top 10 or even if they're really, really bad, top five, but they ain't going to be so bad that they Caleb Williams bad. Not going right. bro. Just, right. just not, it's, not, not it's, it's very hard to be that bad. Believe it It's hard, bro. And think I don't about think about this. Katrina, Katrina blew away the, the city and mm. the Saints had to play on the road with a bad team. And still didn't pick number one overall. They picked number two. <laughs> Russ, this nigga out here spitting right now. Like, it's hard to be With bad. Aaron Brooks, a beat-up team. Beat up no deuce. No, no deuce. No, no towards, towards ACL. Towards ACL. Like, just everything. Just the, the worst disaster. And they, they still couldn't beat the Texans out for number one overall. <laughs> couldn't, bro. Like, that's some shit, bro. That's some shit. <laughs> And the, the the third thing I want to say, and I'm gonna let you talk because I, I need I need need to drink some water, or do whatever. I've said this repeatedly. My biggest concern with Dennis Allen and uh, and Mickey Loomis because I think Mickey Loomis, and I've said it, we've said it on this podcast, he deserves a lot of blame. He has a lot of blood on his hands. But my biggest concern with sticking with Dennis Allen as a coach. Or in potentially Mickey Loomis as as GM <coughs> is not even so much how bad he is at being a head coach, although he is he is like awful at being a head coach. If you if you take away like head coach and just say oh defense, like he's a above he's a above average to sometimes a good defensive coordinator. He even showed that this season with injuries that he can coach defense up pretty well. Okay, I'm gonna give him some some flowers. I'm gonna give him a, a rose, not multiple roses, a rose. Okay, a rose petal. A rose petal. <laughs> Nick, you can have a thorn. Nick, you want the thorn? You get a thorn. Okay, <laughs> but it's not the coaching that worries me about him on the team as a head coach. It's the insanely innate ability to not be able to scout. At all. Yeah. And I think 
this is really like this is another example of it. Like this, and this is a huge example because you're telling me that you y'all reviewed what happened. Y'all reviewed the film. Y'all reviewed the all twenty two. Not even the not even the YouTube clips, Ryan. Y'all reviewed the, the all twenty two of the film of this season, and the the decision and assessment you came with with Pete Carmichael, who as it's been tweeted to me, I'm going to give credit to the person who tweeted it, who did not even want the job last season, Ryan. You want, like, this man didn't want the job. He got the job, and y'all say, you know what? He did so badly in year one, but he, like, let's let's do it again. Remix, year two. That is, uh, that's an ability to not scout, to not scout, self-scout yourself as a team. Because I know how that conversation went when they did their, Oh, well, you know, if, you know, we just a little healthier. We got to, you know, oh, maybe we'll, you get healthier. We maybe instead of Andy Dalton, like really? imagine this is De- Derek Carr, who, whoever. And like you see these concepts, and you know this this player is actually open, right? But like Andy doesn't hit him. Yeah, exactly. So, so I just I know these niggas, Ryan. They, they nope. know just know them. Wasn't the offense that was bad? It was the execution. We heard Roman opposite. I was like, "Say it, Roman! Shut up, Roman!" Lance Lance Moore tweeted it after like after the last game, bro. Play, play. But that's I think that's a take it. that's a player thing, bro. Because yeah. players are like, man, there's plays out there to be made. You just gotta go out there and make them. Like that's mm-hmm. a player mentality. But I don't know how anyone. Well, well, maybe not anyone. But I don't know how a sane person. Not even a fan that's emotionally connected. Like, you can just be a casual fan. If you watch the Saints game this season, maybe except for maybe two or three games, you was like, this offense is terrible. <laughs> like, this offense is ass. Trash, and bro. to run it back, uh, and the crazy thing is, I'm not that surprised. <laughs> like, at all. Ain't that, ain't, that, ain't that sad, bro? Like, I'm not shocked at all. At all, bro. But let... At all. Go, talk, talk about it. Talk, talk to the people. I'm going to take a little... Take a little... Take a little break. Talk to the people. No, it's just funny because I was... This morning... It just... I don't know. I was just sitting there for my little smoke break. Just chilling. Looking at Twitter. And it just was... I was just thinking... These niggas gonna keep P. Carmichael. I don't know why that just popped in my head because I was just thinking about it because people was texting me about the people you know, who who they think niggas Saints gonna get and stuff like that. I just started thinking about it. I started putting myself in the Saints mind. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what would Loomis do? What would DA do? I just started thinking about it like they're not getting rid of Pete. <laughs> Like if you just listen to listen to the the Loomis presser, listen to what D how DA talked and all that stuff, it just made perfect sense. Like it, it just it in my mind, it just I could see them keeping Pete Carmichael. Like they wasn't gonna send them. And then I saw the I saw the Dan Rocher thing, and I'm like, okay. And then man, I'm telling you, I was at work. I I, I live right down the street from my job, so I said I'm gonna take me a little nap. I, 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 I was about to ask you how how late are you to work, even though you live down the street from your job. Though, like down the street, I was like, "Man, take me a little lunch nap, man. <laughs> a little lunch, little lunch nap." 
Woke up, wasn't even worried about my phone. Open my phone, boy, the Discord was popping. <laughs> I had like five DMs, Twitter. I'm like, what the? <laughs> and then it kept, they, they keep it peep, bro. I just laughed, bro. Like, it was just, it was like <laughs> funny. I really had no big retraction. I was just like, this is, this is like exact, this is right on brand. Right on brand, bro. Right, right on, on brand. brand. Right on I brand. I wore it. Man. I wish, I wish when the news came out, I wish Pete was in the office and he, he pulled the, like the scene from Wolf of Wall Street. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what I want to know. I want to know, did Pete, like, did they even bring Pete in the office and be like, why should we keep you? Absolutely not, Ryan. And make him put like a PowerPoint up and stuff like that. He probably didn't even bring him in. Like, Pete probably... He probably in Idaho somewhere fishing. <laughs> he found out just like we did today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, check this phone like, oh, oh shit. I guess I'm back at OC, still- huh? <laughs> he telling his wife, like, baby, I guess we still gonna stay down here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, these motherfuckers really keeping me. Damn. <laughs> what do I have to do to not have a job? Ski mask, Pete, bro. Just you know how Michael Thomas we used to wear ski masks, bro. He walked. I need Pete. I need Pete on the sideline, bro. And the ski mask is out here scheming, just stealing all the money, all the money from Gail, bro. It's 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 unbelievable, bro. It is just like, oh my god, the straw man that's going on on Twitter right now, bro. It's like, oh, well, you know, I mean, Pete had to play with. Dandy Dalton and this and that. Y'all expect him to have like a prolific offense? It's like, no, no. Nobody's saying he had to have a prolific offense. Nobody. Nobody. But show us something. Show us something to be like, man, they really overachieve. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, to be like, man, it's, it's all the injuries and all that, he really did a pretty good job with what I he think, did. I think a perfect counter example, a counterpoint to that terrible defense or whatever man all you gotta do is look at michael floor and the jets bruh thank you like he 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 had zach wilson for some of the season and when reese hall was healthy in the offense like you 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 be watching red zone and i and i would see what the jets were doing on offense and zach wilson usually was not a part of it, it usually was like a run player or or whatever but I was like, okay. Oh, go, look at, go look at Daniel Jones. Ooh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones about to get another contract. And everybody Daniel, got jokes for Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones looked like out of all the quarterbacks that played during the wild card weekend, I'm just, I'm not saying he's this top quarterback, but that that last weekend he played he his play was like top three of all the quarterbacks that played that last weekend, bro. And and you'd be right to say it. Because you know what, Brian, bro, I've been talking, we've been talking about coaching on this podcast all season, right? We don't gave examples of Dan Campbell. We gave examples of Brian Dable. We don't gave examples of Doug Peterson. Like Brian Dable is going to win coach of the week, coach of the year as as he should. And you're talking about a Giants team and I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. 
if you stack that giant, the current Giants team up talent wise to the Saints, Speak just in on. terms of talent. Speak on it. It's not close, Ryan. It's not fucking close. But yet you're gonna try to tell me, look at me in the straight face and say, oh, well, we gotta bring D, we gotta bring DA back. We're gonna preach continuity. It's like the DA DA does not have a this this DA doesn't even have a 500 record as an NFL head coach in one season. Not 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 even broke even. Hasn't broke even yet. And you look how they like the Giants approach. You know, I, I don't want to make this about the Giants, but look how they approach the Dave John situation. They didn't give him the 50 option. They said, look, this season's on you, buddy. And he started the season kind of spoon-feeding him the offense, testing him out to see what he can handle, to see, you know, to challenge him. And he took it, you know, up and down a little bit. And he, But as he progressed, he got better and better, and he gave him more and more, and he more and more. Come to playoffs, they do they incorporate run options and all that stuff, and they're letting them ball out, you know, just coaching, bro. Like, just – when I see stuff like that, I'm like, man, that's just beautiful. Like that's coaching. just beautiful. It's beautiful to see somebody to see. just it manage is. manage a situation like that. You know what I'm saying? Whereas the Saints, they don't even know. Like they went to this offseason that Jameis Winston's the starter. Period. He's mm-hmm. the starter. This, that, and other. They- he had he got banged up. Forced him into the situation. Forced him to play a couple games when he shouldn't. Have. Then they switched to switched to Dalton. Do the health, then all of a sudden it's like eh, we like Andy Dalton better. <laughs> you know what I'm it's like we rather his style of play. It's like did Jameis Winston just like fall out of a tree somewhere? Like did you not know Jameis Winston style of play before you was making him a you know a week one starter? It's it's like what? But it, what? I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to a point though. It goes back to an inability to self-scout your team because they went that offseason, right? That offseason started with them, what, pursuing, you know, Mr. 22, Deshaun Watson and all that. We don't got to revisit that. That didn't work. Thank God. And then then they pivoted to Jameis. And then once they pivoted to Jameis, every move they made last offseason indicated – and told you and told fans that we believe as a team and as an organization that we can still compete. We can still win the NFC South. We can make some noise in the NFC playoffs. And after that Chargers game, bro, like preseason game, shit, we saw the vision, bro. We got Chris Olave. We got this young developmental offensive tackle. Uh, the second round pick, man. Maybe not, but like we got Honey Badger, we got Jarvis Landry, like Michael Thomas is coming back healthy. Like we was yeah. ready, good. Boom, City Deuce trade happens first. Oh, okay, all right, all right. That's a little worrisome. Um, and because they felt like they were contenders or could compete, as you know, Bookie Brooks believed and all that, they didn't even for one second, think about drafting a quarterback at 19 like Kenny Pickett, right? Because if you draft a quarterback like Kenny Pickett at 19, it's more like you give the impression that what? We're we're, we're rebuilding. We're not close, right? right? But the Saints don't. 
I think the issue that fans have to realize that the Saints has, and it, it may sound ridiculous, but they come off as a team that's so worried about the perception of what people and fans or other teams think of them. Yeah. And it's weird. It's weird. It's like you're an org- like just run your fucking organization. When you're doing good, we'll, you know, we'll praise you. When you're doing shit, we'll, we'll let you know about it. So they had that perception or they, they truly believe that they were contenders. Didn't, didn't try to get a quarterback season happens, blah, blah, blah. But then all throughout the season, we keep seeing the same recurring fucking theme, right? NFC South is bad. Shit. Okay. But what happens at that Raiders game? Shut them out. They look good. Oh, we got this underachieving edge rusher and Marcus Davenport had, had, had up and down. He's had pretty bad season, came into camp out of shape, made a couple of splash plays in this Raiders game. Uh, the Rams might give us a second for him or shit, maybe a second and third. Man, you know what? Shit, we about to go win the NFC South. We about to make some noise, have a home playoff game. Like, keep y'all, keep y'all second. D.A. pumping them up. You know, it's probably in the locker room. DA pumping him up like it's the best player on defense. Like, I'm like what? Probably in the locker room, giving him a little shoulder shake. You know, it's a little shoulder rub. Like you got this, baby. Like <laughs> good to go. But it all goes back to what inability to self scout yourself as a team. They don't look at it long term. Saints of Saints, especially under Mickey, don't look at things long term. Like shit, we don't have that many picks. Like we might not resign this player. Maybe we should get. A compensation for him, like a draft pick, a high draft pick, because it's the Rams. Because they had an awful season this season. Don't don't trade him. He has. It all goes back to these this inability to self scout or this ability to think that they're a better team than what they actually may be. They may be on paper a talented football team in some areas, right? Just going back to the Saints versus Giants example. But if you don't have the facilities. And you don't have the coaching. I'm not going to get into injuries, but like talent wise, I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but when you just stack up coaching against coaching, at, the NFL will let you know what teams are coached well and what teams are not coached well. Easily. Period. Period. And, and look, I think that has something to do with the. Uh... Also, offense coordinator search, you know what I'm saying? Because I've heard, you know, some, from people to know that they were, you know, at least putting fielders out as far as like offensive coaches. And, but I'm like you said, man, there's so many openings right now. I think a lot of, you know, the hot names were looking at the Saints like, mm, eh, <laughs> I pass on that one. You know what I'm saying? But to me, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like money talks. That's what, bro. I, was I don't about care. To break. Money talks. Like if you really, if you really want a guy, you can go get the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like Gail, Gail has not been shy about spending money, whether it's Saints related or whether it's Pelicans related. Money, money is not a an, an object. I mean, that's how dead money and and paying money up front has worked for the Saints notoriously for the last couple of seasons. Is that's just that's that's what the recipe is. So if you right. say you tell this hot shot OC or whatever, like, hey, you come in and we might, you know, we might start you off. Your salary might be higher than you think it would be. Like, I'm not saying that that would have 100% persuaded someone to say yes, but at least 
that gets that gets you an interview. Like, Aww. so yeah, we didn't even do an interview. Like, we, bro, we, we didn't, didn't even try. Not, like, a, I don't... not an interview, Ryan. <laughs> like, you know, Sean the, Payton, uh, you know, infamously gave up like a quarter million of his for Greg Williams his contract to get to, for Greg Williams. You know what I'm saying? Like. Where's the sale? Where's the like? Look, bro, I need you to come coach. Where's Dennis Allen busting in a woman's offense and saying, "Look, bro, I can't do Pete no more. I want this kind of offense. I need this guy to come to my." None, none of it. And you know, I was saying this to somebody I was talking to on, you know, I was tweeting. I mean, I was texting with today. I was like, you know, Dennis Allen. He came up with the Saints. You know, what I'm saying started off as a defensive assistant, came up to the secondary coach. Um, then he went to Denver for a year as a DC, then immediately got fast tracked as a you know head coach with the Raiders. Put together a little ragtag organization there. They got bounced out of there back to the Saints. So he doesn't have that Rolodex like says Sean Payton had, who came up for years in the college scene, and then was with the Giants, the Phil with Philly, with then with the Giants, and then with the Cowboys under Parcells, with all these you know elite coaches over there and GMs and all that stuff. He doesn't have that Rolodex. He could hit up like a lot of these coaches, you know, being such a young coach and being somebody who really only came up in one organization for the most part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he doesn't have that, that list of people he could hit up and know like, man, this guy here, he, he does this, he does this. With he don't, he, he don't know. You know what I'm saying? He does, He's just shooting that fish, and that's that's one of the catches. That's one of the things you have to, like, when you're hiring a head coach, you have to know because they have to build a staff. Like, people uh, last week was, like, comparing Mike McCarthy and Sean Payton because if you look at, like, their records, right? the records, Super Bowl and all that, it's very similar. It's like, who's better, who's better? I'm really not getting into who's better because, like, come on, you should know who's better. But, you know, they're not far apart, but they're two different type of coaches. You know what I'm saying? Because McCarthy, he could build shit out of Steph, bro. Like, the dude knows people. He's been in the league forever. You know what I'm saying? He might not institute the best offense or whatever, but, like, he knows how to build a staff and build an organization and handle the organization. You know what I'm saying? People talk about all that, all that Sean Payton shit to the Cowboys. Man, Mike, smoke Tampa Bay out here. You know what I'm saying? Smoke them, bro. Smoke in this past. And had Dak looking like Dak was looking great, great, like great. great. You know what I'm saying? So it just goes to show like there's different style of coaches you can get. You know what I'm saying? And DA is at that point where he has no style, bro. Like I don't even know what none, bro. None, <laughs> no style, man. Like he he has no like he doesn't have the roller decks to list of coaches that he can hire. He's not really bringing any kind of. Like overarching, like like what like but like what what are you bringing to the right, table? Okay, you, what, what are you good at? Solid defensive coordinator. Okay, what would he fucking do? <laughs> and even 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 uh, like I, I don't want to not give him his flowers because he has been like one of the better defensive coordinators for the Saints that we've had for you know years. But it's like. Like, can you get the most out of little talent? Because, but that's when, but that's the thing is like, he wasn't hired last season to be a DC, bro. Like, that's where it goes. Right. This man is the CEO of the Saints. Like, you exactly, you the top dog. Like, we it can't just be defense. We you said it earlier this this season 
when things were going awry, when when we all assumed, and this is again you, that life lesson about assuming that Pete wouldn't be back, like DA needs a like Greg Williams of of offense, just someone that can just go take care of the offense. Uh, DA don't gotta worry about it; just take command. That and listen, we know resoundingly that is not Pete Carmichael. I'm sorry, no, not him, not, not him. And that's okay. Like that's he could have a fifty year career in the NFL on offense. You know what I'm saying? Doing things on offense. But as far as like being a dog on offense, being a stick, the Saints don't have a stick on offense right now. Nah, bro. You I know, see. Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell, he was an enforcer yep. for the Saints. CJ, uh C, uh, CJ Curtis was close to wide receivers, Curtis Johnson. He was a stick on offense. You couldn't go to a practice where I, I remember sitting there practice at the Saints. Practice at Tulane Stadium. I'm way up in the field. And I can hear that damn Curtis Johnson down the way. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't like. They don't have that stick on offense right now. And Pete, not it. You know what I'm saying? To kind of just be that fucking enforcer on offense. You know what I'm saying? That he needs that. And they could have kept CJ, but they let him go. Be probably because he had a voice. <laughs> probably because he would tell Pete, "Man, we ain't doing this you know, shit, dumb." I can I, I mean, I, I just want to say that what CJ was let go, not probably because he would have stood up to DA and he was let go precisely because of that reason. Like, <laughs> to me, to me, that speaks volumes because if you are potentially w- w- willing to let a coach go, not because of their merits of their coaching or what they can do, but because that, that coach may, you know, you know, just may, may not do everything that they had, you know, may just, you know, just be, not be a yes man. Instead of being like, yeah, we're going to do it this way. Blah, blah, blah. Be like, you know what, you know what coach, you know, actually how about this way? If you as an organization fear that for the head coach that you're, that you're picking to be your head coach, maybe that fucking person shouldn't be head coach. Exactly. And that told me a lot. That right there, now that I think about it, was kind of just a little – I thought that was interesting when they let go of CJ. I just thought that was interesting because he, you know, he was a head coach at Tulane for a little while, been with the Saints organization as long as DA, um, a New Orleans guy. And I remember I, we saw him at the Senior Bowl last sure year. You did, bro. I, I tried to sneak in the stadium with him. I was like, yeah, I got a, I got a little Saints logo on my shirt. You know? <laughs> They're like, nah, bro. <laughs> but but he was there. So he was a part of the staff until he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? So that's it. I remember that just being interesting to me. Like, hmm, I know CJ. I know what the type of person he is. And he ain't with the dumb shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? There he was ain't an- with the dumb shit. He gonna- there's another one that got released like the same day as CJ, and I can't remember who it was. And it was a coach. I can't think for the life of me who it was, but it, it, it was essentially for the same reason. Like that mm-hmm. tells you everything you need to know about it all, right? Um, so my question to you is: uh, So I'm, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. So let me just be up devil's advocate. Let's say instead of I have tons of concerns about the offensive line, right? Pennings, LASIK, uh, Liz Frank injury. Uh, I said LASIK. This is how much I've been <laughs> not even thinking about football, bro. Like not even not completely different body part. 
Um, Penny, Penny's Liz Frank, Reese's Liz Frank, uh, McCoy's healthy, but you got Ramchek's, you know, his, his hip and his, his knees and just, just, it wouldn't shock me at all if Ramchek decided just to retire this offseason, bro. And this is not any For insight. Real? This is not even like, oh, uh, like I think nothing, bro. I'm just saying just common sense. That man said, man, I ain't putting my body to that fucking shit again. I got to go. I mean, the man, the man is in his mid twenties and have to take, has to take every Wednesday off. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> they're gonna they're wherever Ram as long as Ramcheck is playing football, he will have to be managed for the rest of his career going forward. That that is a fact. That's a fact. So if that man just said, Man, I made money, I, I'm good, I don't want to put my body through that anymore, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go weld. <laughs> or whatever, bro. Like <laughs> wouldn't be shocked in the least. But let's say he returns, but you know, he's still managed. Pete, other Pete. Andres Pete probably won't be back. I don't. I can't say that 100% sure, but I do think this is the one sunken fallacy they'll finally let go, and you have McCoy. Out of those five spots, you only have one player and Eric McCoy who might be healthy for the season, bro? That's it. What? That's it. Ram, but, like, really just one. Out of the offensive line, like, so that's a lot for me to say. <laughs> Offensive line aside, if you take out, pluck out Andy Dalton from the starting lineup, and I, again, I want to be devil's advocate. I want to, I want you know, just give the other side, right? You put in, I don't know, bro, like you put in Derek Carr because it's that's the popular one that's been the last couple of days, or you put in a Jimmy Garoppolo as I, I again. Don't don't know anything. Haven't heard it. Well, I, I know a lot of things, but haven't heard anything. These are just examples, and they're the ones who were operating Pete's offense. Rather, the, instead of Andy Dalton, do you think? I know it's kind of hard to say, but do you think we would see any big or dramatic differences in terms of the offense and its execution? It's hard to answer, man. Um... I do think I do think with a Derek Carr, I do think you would see some um some differences. I don't know about dramatic. Interesting thing about Carr is man, he's played with some of the worst the worst defenses in the league since he's been in the league. Mm-hmm. Like I don't the think, worst. I, I don't think he's ever played with like a good defense ever in his career. He's never played with an average defense. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like he he has played with terrible defenses That's a good point, his entire man. career. So I'm I, you. The way you could sell me on cars, like, hey, you put them. But the thing is, I don't even know how good the Saints defense is gonna be going forward, Ooh, bro. Because like, that thing is getting older, it's getting slower, and the good players are leaving. So, so I don't. Someone in our Discord put a tweet. I wish I could give credit. I wish I could give credit for. It. I really wish I could. Um, I'm trying to find the tweet. It was basically a graph, but like one of the was it the oldest teams or the oldest defense? Yeah. I don't. I don't remember. Was, I think it was the team overall. Team overall. Saints number yeah. one, bro. Lion, Lions. Lions the youngest. <laughs> just, just unbelievable, bro. But as far as like, I think it was as far as like players that actually play. Yeah, it's the oldest. Oldest, yeah. bro. I was like, oh. oldest and slowest. The bad thing is when you when some of your quote unquote younger players like Michael Davenport and Peyton Turner are some of the slow ones, and they right. Oh, I promise, bro. 
That's why like you can't you know, be young bro. and slow, bro. <laughs> that's, it's, it's, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Team speed and the team speed stood out. But anyway, like man, uh, like I do think a better a better quarterback will improve the offense. I truly believe that. But it still doesn't excuse the things that Pete did. Um, going back to Camaro, his usage. Oh my God. Going back to Taysom Hill, his usage. Going back to red zone offense. I mean, what I was looking up earlier today, what the Saints ranked 28th in the NFL in touchdowns per drive. 28th, bro. 28th? <laughs> like, I'm not saying the Saints should be top five in that category or even top 10. But 28th? <laughs> you, you wanna? I was about to. You, I'm about to pull a Ryan and say, "Can, can we be top 16th, bro? Like, can, <laughs> 13. Can we be 13 and 15 these patrols? Wait, bro. 28 in TDs for driving. 30. I think it's 32nd when you like net net touchdowns for drive. I don't know what that means. I guess that's like minus defensive touch. I don't know. Whatever. They're like 20th in points per drive. 22nd DVOA on football outsiders and offense. Like, that's just, you know, I think you, you're not going to win like that, even with a, you know, a solid defense, which is unfortunate because the Saints really did have a solid defense down the stretch. They did. They did, um, man. And they struggled to four, They struggled to score 20 points. Like, let me just read out these points. Let me read out these points, bro. Okay. After, I'm gonna do, this is after the um, the Raiders game. When they, you know, trounced the Raiders. This is what we scored, bro. 13 points, 10 points, oh my God. 27 points against the Rams, zero points, 16 points, <laughs> 21 points, 17 points, 20 points, seven points. Like, that's disgusting, man. In 2023, Ryan. In 2023, bro. And if you look at what the off, the opponent scored, it's just, it just makes you even more sick. <laughs> Because this is not like they were scoring points either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the defense was doing their job, bro. Um. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
do you feel like this? I know why I know what my answer is, but do you feel like this already with Pete coming back, Pete Carmichael coming back as an offensive coordinator? Do you feel like this already puts a big damper on the upcoming season? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Huge, bro. Because imagine if they just would have brought a new face in. Nigga, I would have been I, fine with Jay Gruden, Ryan. Like, can we get some, some wetness? I, I, I was starting to get sold on uh, Ron Curry. Just elevate him. <laughs> I, I was the, selling myself on that. I, was like, I made the little eyes when I saw he was going to be the OC at the Senior Bowl. Because I was like, oh. They, like, I, was like, I was like, maybe he could bring some fresh ideas. I don't know. Let's just... Right. They're like, nah, nigga, get, get back on the sideline. Like, you only lose quarterbacks. Oh, it's like I was, I would have took anything. Greg Olson, uh, anybody, bro. I saw Greg Roman got fired today. I like Greg, Greg Roman. Like, I was going to say one thing Greg Roman could cook up some stuff with. With Taysom in the in the run game, better, better than Sean did when Taysom was a starter. I'm bro, just saying, though. I told somebody yesterday, bro. Like, if they said we we bring in like a, a run game, like extraordinaire on offense with coaching staff, and said I'm gonna make a Taysom offense, I'd be on board with that. Because look, at least it's a plan. No, it might not win you a Super Bowl, but at least it'll be a little fun here and there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll take that shit. But I just can't do this, bro. Like this, so you're gonna run it back with Pete Carmichael and and, who, and what? Tell me, yeah, okay, you're gonna go out and get a better quarterback. What quarterback wants to come here? What? Like, tell me what quarterback is gonna be looking like? Oh yeah, I gotta go. To, I gotta go play for Pete Carmichael. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna. Do, and and that's gonna get me brain. And and I know he didn't use them well, and I know he mismanaged them, and probably will next season if he's still on the team. But if AK is still on the team next season, he's missing six games, bro. So <laughs> just depressing, bro. Depressing, man. J- j- just pain, pain. The best thing, the everywhere. best thing that can happen for the Saints in the next week or so is Sean Payton gets traded. Oh my God! And we get some, and we get some nice picks. That's the best thing to get, bro. That's it. That's it, man. That's it. Like this. It's funny because we were just talking with um with Max on Tuesday about like the 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 bad errors and like the yeah all that man. I can't speak to the bad errors or anything like that. I can I can speak to the Jim Hazlitt days when like that's right in the peak when I became a fan. I can speak to the Katrina season. Obviously, I wasn't in New Orleans when Katrina hit, but I've been a Saints fan quite a while. This it this feels hopeless. It does. Yeah. It it feels it feels just hopeless, just drifting in the sea, not the the sail. Oh. The sail I don't even know where the sail going, bro. Like we where are we going? I don't know. I, don't know. I hadn't felt like I hadn't felt like that as a Saints fan probably since maybe the old four season of Jim Hansley. Because even prior to that, like oh two, oh three, I was like Maybe I was stupid, but I was like, man, this team could get to the Super Bowl if they just get in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still would you know, tell myself that. It was stupid in hindsight, but I would still tell myself. But then little four, I was like, man, this team, trash. And the Katrina season, I was, you know, whatever. You know, Sean Payton coming in, you know, that changed the game, obviously. So, yeah, it's been like 
it's I haven't felt like that in almost twenty years. Where I'm just like, man, there's no hope. Dark, bro. <laughs> dark, bro. I don't. I gotta I look forward to. Just I gotta take it back to the little sound drop I did on the old Saints Talk podcast. Hello, darkness, my old friend, bro. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and this is darkness. Oh, this is darkness. and you you said one of the best things I can have for the Saints when the next couple of days is champagne gets traded. One of the worst things that can happen next couple of days is Sean Payton announces that he gonna go back to Fox and he gonna say, "I'll coach you for a year, bro." And don't it feel like that? It does, bro. It, 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 it does. It feels like that, bro. Like, cause they ain't no hot jobs, man. Like, if he was smart, like you know, I think Brandon Staley probably be out next year. Yeah, you know, probably. Uh, you know what's going to probably have some better jobs. You know what's gonna happen. They going they gonna bring Joe Lombardi back in some little fluffy capacity, some made up. Oh, office. man, please! Off, office of job type, uh, correspondent to the clipboard, uh, and it has like it, it'll have like quarterback, quote unquote, developer in quotes, like on the actual job title. <laughs> like it's gonna be something <laughs> asinine, but. I just, I just feel it in my bones that some, somehow he'll be back, bro. Somehow. And it's like, what is that Daryl Sharp thing, man? Like, because didn't he come in? He was an offensive line coach at first, right? Or was right. He always like, no, no, you're right. He was he offensive was off- line, yeah. Because he was supposed to bring in like some sort of zone, mm-hmm. like inside zone type thing. I guess they stopped doing that. They moved to more like a run game coordinator position. The run game was trash. Yeah, he had been with the so team since the fall for, for ten years. Ten years, bro. You know, and I just don't. Uh, I don't know what they're doing, bro. I don't know. Like, what? What's the vision? We're back to oh, that. oh, oh, <laughs> my God, bro. We are back to it. <laughs> what is the vision, bro? I don't know what it is. Oh but the vision is we keep doing what you do. That's the vision, bro. The, the vision doing, is man. complacency and can c- continuity. Two C's, bro. Yep. Continuity and complacency. Um, That's it. Oh man, it's and then just, just kind of wrapping this up. I would be like, even the whole notion, you know, of going like, you know, potentially they may, maybe they they go the route of trading for the the high end talent of the unknown, like a Trey Lance or a Jordan Love. Trey Lance and Jordan Love in with Pete, bro. Are you telling me Pete gonna coach him up? Pete, Pete gonna Pete, Pete. Oh Pete. Pete gonna be sitting up there at five in the morning getting him to execute a third down offense or whatever. Like <laughs> seriously? Pete. Pete. Seriously. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, although I, I that's what I'm saying. Like that, that just you, that underscores a point perfectly. Like that totally limits what they could do. You know what I'm saying? Like just like, come on, man. Like we we ain't seen that for people. We have not seen that ability to coach up. And I I I don't. And I, again, I've been off Twitter, but I've I've seen some stuff in the Discord. Like I don't think anyone, at least I'm not. I'm not trying to like besmirch Pete's time as. With the Saints, oh no, or anything like I'm not, no. sure, you know, but like the NFL, or not just any job, 
you're you're judged by off your current performance and what you do in your performance. Like, I I, I think I gave a, a good example of it on Twitter. You can you can say that Pete what he had three good offensive offense. Well, the Saints' offense had three good offensive games, right? Yeah. Raiders, Rams, and uh, Seahawks, right? Two of those teams are picking top 10 in, in the NFL draft and had some of the worst defenses in the NFL. But, like, I'm just looking from, from the perspective of, like, out of 17 games, he coached the offense well three. Like, that's a 17.6%, bro. <laughs> Unbelievable. Like, you telling me that if you had a field goal kicker and his percentage is 17.6 of making field goals, you're like, you know what? I'm going to send you out here to make this game winning kick. 17.6%. Like, like what? What? I don't, I, I don't understand it, bro. I don't. Um, the, 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 the weirdest fucked up, the most random shit that could happen, bro, is that if they, if they, if a Sean Payton trade does happen, they get, I don't know, they could get nine. Um, they could potentially, like, let's say they got, I don't think it's going to happen. Like, they got either nine or they got 12 or they got three. And it's at somehow, some way, they end up with one of the one of the two top, top three quarterbacks. So, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, or Will, Will Levis. Trying to, like, envision Pete coach, like, a, a top 12-ish quarterback prospect, bruh. <laughs> I couldn't see it. You know what they do? Like I said, bro, they bring Joe Lombardi back. He'd be the he'd be the quarterback coach again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a big happy family, Ryan. Just a big it's, happy it's, family. It's, it's, unbelievable. it's unbelievable, bro. Well, look, man, like if okay, if I wanted to just look on the bright side. Talk, talk to me. The, Give me some bright side. The Saints, the Saints were tenth in the league in yards per play. And if you look at every team above them, all playoff teams, except for the Raiders, rest were playoff teams. So they were yards per play. So they moved the ball this year with Andy Dalton. You know what I'm saying? They moved the ball. They sucked in the red zone. They had a sucky kicking game. Um, you know, you can look at the skill position. You can say they missed out on like a Michael Thomas and a Jarvis Landry being out. You know, so that's me trying to be like. If I was, you know, putting myself in Loomis and those guys' shoes, trying to convince themselves that, look, we could be better with what we got. And I'm not saying that's what I think, but, like, that's what I could see them thinking that, like, man, if we just, you know, if we get have a little injury luck and, you know, get this player and that player, you know, we could be a pretty good offense again, you know, if we have a good defense, this and that. I don't believe it, but that's what they believe, bro. Like, they believe – that they're closer than I believe. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, I so, I, I, I know 100% what they believe. Like, it is very <laughs> it is very obvious what they believe. And I, I'm going to say, it, I'm gonna say this point, though. If you believe that, I'm going to follow up what I said in the one of the last episodes we did after the season ended. Can y'all just show us that y'all can retain talent? Can y'all 
Can y'all bring right. back Jawan Johnson on a deal that makes Please. sense? Can y'all bring back Caden Ellis on a deal that makes sense? Because don't don't try to look at me and talk to me about continuity and 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 culture, and you let two players that you drafted and one player that was undrafted just go out and get go to other teams and they flourish like we're seeing with Marcus Williams, like we're seeing with CD Deuce, like we're seeing with Trey Hendrickson, Von Bell, like Roman Harper came on this podcast and pretty much said, I mean, he, guy had a good point, bro. Like that 2000, as good as that 2017 draft class was, they, they're not with the team no more. And then they didn't win. Nothing. Well, although, you know, I kind of say why they didn't win anything, but like, mm-hmm. The point that he said and that we've said on this podcast and I've tweeted, it doesn't matter how fucking epic your fucking draft class is if you don't retain the talent that you drafted. It it's it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. <laughs> it doesn't make so if you're gonna preach continuity and just bang that over the head and like stability, culture, blah blah, all the all the the the, the words that they love using, <laughs> show us that you can be and use continuity in keeping players that have that you've grown and has are actually good on the team. Figure it out. And get back to having a man having some some teeth on offense, bro. Like man, listen to Roman Harper talk about how they used to be. You know, team period, man. Competition period. They were talking shit. Sean Payton was talking shit. CJ was talking shit. Shocky, Greg Williams, everybody. Greg Vilma. They were just getting after it. You know what I'm saying? They were getting after trying to beat each other up, trying to outdo each other. Like, man, where is that, bro? Like, where is that shit? You know what I'm saying? As, and as much as I love to the Olave. point where the defense was testing itself against the offense. Right. Know? As much as I love Olave, as much as I love, you know, Rish, you know, Shahid and his promise, like to the point what you're basically saying is that can can we get a dog? Can we get a, can a, we get some dog? a, a dog? On offense, please. Those, those, two or three. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, and I, I, one, I don't think he's gonna be there, but because of if, if the Saints continue not to have a first round pick, and I, I you know, I don't care if it's, I don't, I don't think it's controversial, but a great pick for the Saints to make outside of quarterback or whatever is if somehow he's available, is drafting Bashawn Robinson from Texas. Mm. If Pete is your office coordinator, and who knows, bro, maybe Pete and DA only last one more season. If, if they, But if they start off like 0-6 or some shit like that, like, whatever. But if this is the type of offense you want to have, like, have a run a run game controlled fucking offense, have a, a dog in the backfield, and then run the ball and play action pass whoever's fucking quarterback and try to just fucking figure it out from there. Like, but I think the point that you and I are both saying is, can we have a fucking identity on offense? What's frustrating as a fan is I get, I'm so like the outcome of the games don't bother me. Like I get into them still, but like the outcome, like they win, lose, whatever. What bothers me more than anything is like the team building aspect and sometimes and how at times it can look so incompetent. Like exactly. you and I have said, like if we see it and the majority of other fans in Saints Twitter sees it, 
why can't, like we are not blind why can't y'all right. see it like it is not that fucking hard can't be bro and i refuse to buy into oh well they know more than you fuck, they're in the building and fuck, out, fuck out my face with that shit fuck out my face with that shit shout out i don't to- believe it i used to believe it oh i don't believe, I don't that, believe at all. that no, more. no. I don't uh, believe that no more. Shout out to Bayou for saying that we need to get that on a on a t-shirt, the the fuck out my face um t-shirt, hashtag Saints for the Podcast, <laughs> fuck out my face t-shirt. Uh we also got the hashtag Saints for the Podcast um nickname shirt coming soon. It's gonna have two first, who first, bonfire, finding Nemo. <laughs> Uh, you, I, y'all don't seen the shirts with the names on before. Don't don't act. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Shout out to our dude Joey. Queso eater, uh, we're coming up with an idea for that T-shirt. Um, we're we're. I was gonna try to get that maybe before the meetup, but it didn't happen. But I, I I agree with you. I think this does put a huge damper on the off season, like you said, a Sean Payton trade, and they get some picks can, in somehow some way re- rejuvenize it a bit. But it feels bleak right now. And like, unless they come out in the off season, like, you know, makes like, yeah, retaining Caden and Ellis would be great. Getting Joan Johnson on a deal that makes sense is great. But if they not, if they not are trying to get like a quarterback or like something, yeah, bro, man. like this, this, well, Look, we, we gonna need Look. some, we gonna need some drinks. We might have some alcohol poisoning Please. during the zooms, some bro. Blue like, some blue chew or something. Cause it's going to be dry, bro. <laughs> you said Bluetooth, right? <laughs> bro, we're going to be in them Zooms watching the offense, just hitting our meat like, wake, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> she's, she's laying right there. She's even playing with Do the something. <laughs> Do something. Do something. Just wake up. Um, <laughs> rough, bro. It's going to be rough. Um. <laughs> So this is our our first emergency pod of the off season. I'm sure, I'm sure that there are more to come. Uh, but as we close this out, if you've listened to us for the last hour, hopefully you did. Um, I wasn't expecting to go this long, but I just felt like I felt like we just we need to get all this out. Two things: uh, the GoFundMe for Alan Keller um, that the podcast set up um we are you know it's ending tomorrow so if you haven't had a chance to contribute to it and you would like to please do um or if you don't have the funds i i I get it we we understand how things are uh just a simple retweet Uh, i will be sending you know the email to alan so he can start you know getting the funds together i i do want to just give an immense 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 Thank you to our entire community. As we sit on this yes. podcast and make jokes about the Saints and the front office, and, and like it, that's all entertainment, that's all in good fun. But like real life shit, you know, like real, like real shit. And I, I get it. Like front office people are real people too, and so are football players. So I'm saying, but having deaths in your family and fucking. A, a lightning bolt hitting your fiance's home and causes like the man and his family has been through it. Not saying that we as people and we individually <laughs> have not been through it too. Cause I'm sure all of us yeah. has in some type of way, but him and his family has been through it. He is such a pillar 
in Saints Twitter. He's such a pillar in the community of New Orleans of just giving and being selfless and helping others. And I really, I really relate to that because I try to do the same in my, in my career as being a social worker of helping Mm. and being selfless. And so I, I a hundred percent get where his heart is. And so when I saw like what happened with his, with the fiance and the lightning strike, I said, nah, man, like we got it. We got to do something. So I, I set the goal at 1500 to start and we are, or, or, or double that, which it's unreal, unreal. Uh, the tweet that I originally sent out uh, about the GoFundMe is like the most viral tweet, I think, maybe, or one of the most viral tweets that that I have done, and I could not be happier. So thank y'all, anyone who just shared the link and retweeted it, even if you couldn't contribute, or if you did contribute, any amount you contributed. Thank you so much for for doing that. You know, so any any anything helps. And I know Alan would have would have never asked for us or anyone to do this on on for nope. him because that's not the type of person that he is. Um, but I felt like as we are the quote unquote official Saints sort of podcast, it would yep. it, it it would be neglectful if we didn't try to do something um, for him. And like and like you said, man, it wasn't even about the money, but just the the amount of support, you know, that just that's what blows you away. You know what I'm saying? It's all these people, strangers. Strangers, man. People that you know, people that you don't even know. Some people are donating anonymous anonymously. They just, you know, want to throw in, you know what I'm saying? Like that, man, I'll tell you, like, you know, it's it's easy to get real nihilistic about humanity and the world and all that stuff and what's going on, but you know, when that stuff happens, it just gives you a little boost. Like, you know, maybe maybe we're going to be all right. Maybe we'll be okay. The old humans. Maybe. 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 <laughs> maybe. Um, last thing we're going to close with, man, I'm, gonna, I'm about to block someone from, I'm about to block someone from our, our Saints Twitter, uh, Twitter feed, bro. I just saw. <laughs> I'm, 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 this is the first time me doing a live block. I usually only block from my, my personal account. I usually don't block from our own, our shared Twitter account, but this, I saw this tweet, bro. And I, I, I got to block them. It's at tricky Ricky 70 putting you on blast. Tricky Ricky 70. So someone put a funny meme video of them finding out that P Carmichael was going to stay for another season. Ryan quote tweeted it and put a laughing emoji because it was funny as shit. Someone's response to it. And this is this man at tricky Ricky 70 defending P. I ver- this is what he says verbatim. Did he turn the ball over or not stop the run in the first six games? I know he missed those field goals. Maybe he chose a field that was responsible for all those injuries. Open your jet, open your damn eyes and just and think. Sorry, bro. Block this dude, bro. Block him. Got my vote. Bye. And then I'm the type of person that I'm also going to go to my personal Twitter account and block him from mine too, bro. I can't. Okay, okay, okay. Bye, Tricky Ricky. Um, but sorry, that that was kind of fun. Maybe we should do. Maybe I should do like a live blocking every episode. Going every, every episode. Just, just read out the tweet that got you. Blo- just block on on. Uh, 
Last thing. I know we're going long. Last thing. The Saints Order podcast, we are going to have official jerseys. Um, I'm very excited about them. Um, we've tweeted them out, the, the, the design. It came out great. I want to give a big shout out to our dude, London, a.k.a. Landon. Uh, Landon. <laughs> got Landon on the track um, for, you know, hitting me up and giving me the suggestion and giving me the company that could make it happen. Um, we're only ordering 30 jerseys. Depending on how it goes, it just may be a one-time run. And we might not order any, any again because we have to order them in bulk. And it ain't cheap. So there's, I believe, seven to eight spots left. Those spots filled up quick. If you want an official hashtag, same sort of podcast jersey, I think they'll probably arrive sometime in February. And then I'm going to start sending them out individually to everyone who, who ordered them via the mail. You have to DM me, DM Ryan very quickly because once once the the full thirty spots are up or filled, they're filled. Um, and the way that it works in terms of pricing is that if you're a Patreon at the level of fifteen dollars or more, then the jersey's fifty is the jersey's fifty dollars. If you're non Patreon, the jersey's seventy five dollars. Um, I know it's like oh, that's a lot of money, blah blah. Listen, it, it ain't cheap ordering 30 jerseys. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, so we want to do this in terms of more than anything, the the branding, the marketing. And plus, like, what fucking other podcast that you know of has customizable jerseys where you're repping the podcast and you got the number you want on it. You got your whatever name you want in the back. And you repping, like, man... Like, that's fly. Fly, bro. That's dope. <laughs> it's dope, man. So I saw that and I put, you know, put the design together and then did some 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 crowdsourcing with the in the Discord. And we finally got like the design where we and that's why I love the Discord, man. It's like let's we, we yeah. family. Like, let's figure this shit out together. And it came out right. fucking blah, bro. <laughs> like like thanks for maybe look at this for some of the ideas of their jerseys, bro. Like we that's what I'm saying. Anyway, if you if you hear this and you are and like I and I'm, I want to be serious about this, you got to be serious about like I I can't I'm not fucking like this is serious. If you are an interested legit person who wants a jersey, DM me, DM Ryan. We're gonna need the size that you need the jersey in, the number you want on the jersey, and the name you want it. You want it for it to say on the back. I think they'll be here um, in in February, and now I'm going to start milling them out in February. So please, there's about seven to eight spots left. If you want one, reach out to us. Um, wrapping up, that's pretty much it. I'm sure we'll be back next week. We'll probably talk about Divisional Weekend. Um, we'll try to have a guest on, have some ideas of who I might want to get on the show. Hopefully it works out. Don't know for sure. But thank you all for listening. I know we we felt like we had to get this out today even though i had a fucking stressful last day but i knew what we had to record tonight it was a must um so thank y'all for all the support i you know there's sometimes where we where we really feel the support and there's sometimes like uh, like are we like i know we're doing it but like is it really like, like are we, we like that i would say the last couple of days um it, it, it felt good so thank y'all for the support continue to to listen i'll continue to, to share it on social media retweet it uh, Instagram, anywhere you can. 
just to get the word out. We really appreciate it. If you are not a Patreon, it's honestly, bro, like I'm gonna say this. The time to be a Patreon is now. Like Tell me. this off season, you are going to want to be in that Discord. But like today was a prime example. Like, if you're not in Discord at this point, if you if you're not if you don't want to contribute a dollar a month to be in the Discord, you're missing out. That's all I'm gonna say, man. That's all I'm gonna say. Because jokes was flying, like I caught, like I read and caught up on some things, and I was just howling all the way through, Ryan. Just howling, bro. Bro, it's 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 such a such a great escape from Twitter. Oh yes. Oh god, yes, yes, yes. Um. Uh, anyhow, we're done. Thank you, thank you, thank y'all. Truly, truly, tremendously, we appreciate y'all so much. We'll be back next week. Uh, with that, we're out. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.